Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, what are you doing? Stop coming over here with that, Jeffrey. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. As ever, it's the classic threesome in the fuck bunker and our Scottish contingent, Duncan, up in the luscious lounge, the kinky kitchen, the um, pornographic porch, whatever it was. Venereal van. Venereal van, there we go. Hello, Duncan, how are you? Good hellos. Uh, <laughs> <all> right. <laughs> Good hellos, <sir. laughs> Uh, so that's our Scottish contingent, and in the fuck bunker we have the usual lot. Uh, to my right we have Dan. Hi. To my left we have Russ. Monge too. And in the middle a sexy rose between two sexy, sexy thorns. Me, Tom. And uh, this uh, episode is very nice. We're going to be looking at video games that we would like to see turned into movies. This episode is very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 please. No, no, no. We're aiming for a solid... It's very nice. It's very nice. It's a, it's a nice idea. It was a very, very last minute, but uh, is, which is quite typical of us. But yeah, it's so we're looking at it's video games. Very that we'd like, nice. They're nice. Uh, we'd like to see turned into uh, a movie, and it can be as serious or as silly as we like. Mm. So why don't we just start with a random, uh, random question? Okay, I'm just going to think of a name. The first one that I blind Duncan. Um, Dizzy. Hey, the I mean, Dizzy yeah. Adventures series. I mean, that's going to take some prosthetics. Be brilliant. Uh, and the boys are... Yeah, but um, done by Harrison Ford. Harrison because, Ford! Uh, Ford is Disney. That's brilliant. Because it's basically Indiana Jones. Yeah. It basically Sorry, is Indiana I'm... Jones, isn't it? Not, yeah, so that's why you would want... Does, he does Harrison have dialogue, Ford. doesn't he? I mean, not spoken, mm. obviously, because that was beyond the dreams of man at that time. But Yeah, he does. He has there's, little there text There is boxes. text, speech. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Harrison Ford is dizzy. I quite like it. I'd quite like it done as a silent movie, though, with just text boxes. But like, Harrison Ford really is intellectual. Still, Harrison Ford Harrison is still Ford. like doing like the breathing noises or yeah. something like that. Like so, Duncan, are you, are you imagining? Is this Harrison Ford with like pale makeup on? Is it Harrison Ford <laughs> in an egg suit, or is it Harrison Ford doing mocap for a CGI egg? Um. I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of the, him being in an egg suit or mm-hmm. um, just doing the the is, voice acting. Actually, I've been watching the dark, the dark Crystal Age of Resistance, and it'd be quite cool as a puppet and him doing the voice. There you go, a dizzy egg puppet. I'd love to see like a really cute little puppet with Harrison Ford growling out the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> Guess what? I watched some clips from. <laughs> Uh, from, uh, Fugitive. I uh, I watched The Fugitive. Did you? Last week, yeah. It's such a good film. <laughs> I haven't watched it for ages. Yeah, the last time I heard a summary of that film, there were some significant things missing from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think... I think but I'm, I'm good at other stuff. I'm good at other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what would be the plot of the Dizzy film, then? Uh, I mean... Uh, it would either be Dizzy Treasure Island or Treasure, Treasure Island doesn't have any sh- other characters in it, does it? There'd be less less talking in that one. That'd be like your Mad oh, Max okay, two. Okay, well that no, well, Mad Max one, Crystal King, maybe Crystal Kingdom Dizzy or Fantasy Fantasyland, where he's got to go and rescue Fantasyland. Was a person I don't think 
Harrison Ford's agent would let him anywhere near a film called The Crystal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. After, uh, we don't do that word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. But yeah, I could, I, I could see it. Harrison Ford, like... I mean, I couldn't see it, but, <laughs> but, it's, yeah. but I love the idea. I want, I want him to go like full method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he never breaks character on set. He's just doing somersaults, jumping around to get to craft <laughs> services. Slowly, like really slow somersaults. Yeah, Just growling like a fuck nut yeah. the whole time. <laughs> or Joe Pesci. <laughs> oh my God, there we go. How funny am I? <laughs> I'm a fucking egg. I'm a fucking egg. Joe, more Joe Pasquale like from here, anyway, wasn't it? Take it in the face, love. Oh my god! <laughs> that was unreal. Thanks, man. Yes, yeah, another trick. And I wasn't even vaping while I was doing that. <laughs> so we, the first one we've got is is a dizzy just adaptation. Pinching his balls really hard. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to stress as well. We're, we're doing video games. You did say it. What? Sorry. Did you say, did you say what? We did say what? make it as silly as possible. So. We did, yeah, you know, I love it. I think it's great. Um, want to point Sorry. out the reason we're doing video games. Shorting into the microphone. <laughs> two reasons. Number one, we are almost certainly going to get a Gears of War film with Dave Bautista as Marcus Phoenix. Mm. And number two, historically, video games to movies have always done really well. Oh, really well? Yeah, like yeah, never, never really fucked it up at all. Mario Brothers, that was a super hit. That yep. was yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah, they've oh, been yeah, they've been God, smashes. Yeah. I mean, the first Resident Evil film wasn't too bad actually, but then no. the whole the fact that it turned into just an endless series of uh, of ways to get Mia Jovovich doing incredible martial arts, just like it's missed the point of Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if he'd had his way, there'd have been like the crossover with Underworld, with the two directors yeah. just like high fiving, like, getting <laughs> yeah. their wives to well, do. The, uh, I thought. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, they, they, they literally like Kate Beckinsale and Mia Jovovich yeah. have jobs in those films because of nepotism. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You're definitely the best for it. Should we do auditions? No, you're the best for so it. What character am I based on in the games? None of them. None of them. None of them. None no. of them. Basically, you. Yeah. Just with less shopping and being my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Anyhow, oh. uh, so you. you are wearing spray-on leather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I and many other people will be masturbating themselves into an early grave over these films. <laughs> okay, and random light, pick a person to go next. It's going to be you. Thomas was alone. Oh, very nice. Initially, I just thought that could be simple, but I think that could actually make quite a good film. Yeah. It's like Terminator 2, but friendly. <laughs> I'd I'd watch it. I'd yeah. cry cry at the end of it. Mm. Yeah. Little little cry wank at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, they didn't say wank, but yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Using <laughs> the tears as lubrication. You can't, you can't do one without the other. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 They call it crimaxing. So how, <laughs> crimax? Yeah, a crank as well. Isn't it? Yeah, crank. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so. It would would they have voices or would it be Danny? Is it uh, Danny Kelly? Not Danny Kelly. Danny Kelly. Danny, Danny Kelly. Kelly. No. <laughs> Danny Wallace. Danny Wallace. That's the one. <laughs> so Danny. So, so I was thinking a, a sort of ground rules for these. Yeah. I don't think we get any points for suggesting people who literally already play that person no, in, a, definitely in a game. Um, so Danny Wallace can be involved. There could be some narration. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it would be quite Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So he could be like the voice Joe of, of something. <laughs> yeah. 
and Thomas um, decided to go. But no, I, th- I think they, I think they should be, they should be played by people. Yeah. Um, probably, you know, probably mo-capped, unless we're literally going to just put I think mo-capped in, a, in a pillar. Yeah. Probably won't. Um, so for Thomas, I thought Daniel Radcliffe would be quite good. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. good, yeah, yeah. good show. And then uh, for, I didn't go through all of them, but I thought uh, for uh, Team Jump. Yeah, I'd like Michael Pena to do the voice of Team Jump. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm I'm bought into this. Um, Sally, uh, I thought Catherine Hahn would be amazing for her. Yeah, and John, who's the one who's really tall and can jump high, yeah. is a prick about it. Nathan Fillion. Yes. yes oh so my good. god, I want to watch that. Basically, film. being um, Captain Hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where is he called Captain Hammer? Because mm, the hammer is his penis. The hammer is my penis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think that could, like, it could work. Oh God, that's it's really, got a really compelling. It's got an actually really compelling story to it. Yeah, it I don't know how you would bring it to life on the big screen. But that's not my problem. I'm not the how guy. I'm the ideas guy. <laughs> don't come to me with your pernickety little that doesn't work visually bollocks. You're um, the guy in the back of the Gremlins two uh, writing room. <laughs> <laughs> Star Magic Johnson Star Jr. Star Magic Johnson Jr. That's the one. Yeah. They all, the studio always brings me in when they about to drop a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gremlins two, y'all. G two baby. G two baby. Oh fucking hell! That is really good. I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. I yeah. I'm going to be first in the queue for that. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely watch that. Bring over Thomas like all the the score and stuff. Bring oh, that over. Love it. Mm. That is, that is probably one of my most listened to soundtracks. A, so good. It's so, it's so good. Brilliant. It got it's a mention really on our um, soundtracks podcast. Mm. It did, it in. did. Yeah. I, I wanted, when I listened back to the playlist I did for that, that's the one that always gets me. I can feel myself welling up like, oh, Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a sad game. They fucking sacrifice themselves. Well, it's kind of ambiguous. Yeah. They might still be there somewhere. Yeah. The architects, they get called, don't they? Yeah. I can't wait for his job. Leading up to, uh, was it Emergence Day? Emergence, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I it's, love... it's like humans think that that's the point when the AIs became self-aware, but it's not. They were self-aware for a while before. Yeah, it was leading up mm. to that point. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the point, isn't it? They are also... They, they, Thomas is the one that becomes self-aware. But the sort of glimpses of... So like Thomas was known as being told from a sort of future viewpoint, isn't it? Mm. It's like looking back at the history of this stuff. Mm. But like the quotes, some of them are from AIs, who are things like a, an AI rights campaigner. Yeah. Yes. Like there's there's all these little just tiny glimpses of really interesting possibilities that yeah. you could uh, that you could illustrate. That's that's when storytelling in video games is done done best, which is why sometimes actually doing this sort of exercise, which ones will make good movies, yeah. actually, you know, you don't really want them to be movies because games as an art as a, as a sort of media form allow you to do these things like loading screens yeah. allow you to sort of just drip feed little bits yeah. of lore do you sometimes think that the most cinematic games probably would make the worst movies and yeah. as, as they have so yeah far. like dark souls take dark souls as a key a key thing that whole game story is played out through environmental um incidents just things you can see just things that have happened mm. like the fact is that you are you are a, a, a you know a, a figure of a certain height, but you're you're you when you sort of get to like Lordran, which is the um the sort of almost capital city of the place that you're you're in, it's very clear that the architecture 
is built to accommodate people who are about four or five times your size. Yeah. You are basically a fly buzzing around the remnants of a of a civilization that has all but disappeared. And that's you know, and, and you it's it's all about environmental storytelling, you know, little that you get most of your lore from item descriptions. Mm. You know, you find out bits of stories. So that would never work as a as a film. So there's the, the one that always sticks with me in in that respect is Quantum Break. Oh yeah. So like Quantum Break, all the emails you'd read. Yeah. And one of the emails was a complete plot for like this idea one of the security guards had for a yeah, film. Yeah, for a film. Yeah. Which is literally the plot of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like a script, and you can read it out, and it's just crazy. It's a bit like um, Agent Michael Scott. What is it? Um, Threat Level Midnight from uh, the the American mm. Office. <laughs> it's really really cool. But that's that's not the game I've chosen. Okay. So you're next. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be similar to the Lego movie. Okay. okay. So the idea is that someone's playing Microsoft Flight Simulator and hasn't read the instructions and doesn't really know how to land. So they're doing what we all did, which was fly around Chicago O'Hare and then yeah. crash. But Yeah. Well, that's, that's the plan. So it's a bit like Lego movie meets Stranger Than Fiction in the sense that they are controlling... Um, a sentient Cessna, uh, voiced, sentient Cessna. Yeah, voiced by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Of course. Um, Bumbledick Thundercrack. Yeah, which is a family on board, and Benedict Cumberbatch just wants to protect the family and make them land safe. So Benedict Cumberbatch eventually finds a way of talking to the person playing Microsoft Flight Simulator and uh, talks them through landing. They strike up a relationship. Hilarious things happen, like the kid being called out down to dinner and Benedict Cumberbatch just flying in a straight line, gradually, slowly moving towards the ground uh, before the guy comes up. I like that. Up. And yeah, so, so the idea is that, that the the kid becomes friends with Benedict Cumberbatch plane and uh, eventually has to learn how to land him and uh, learns about a valuable lesson about, I don't know, reading instructions, respect. <laughs> that, that's actually quite <laughs> nice because uh, Cumbersnatch was in uh, a Radio 4... Uh, comedy uh, yeah. show which I can't remember now uh, it was on the tip of my tongue and I'll Meg uh, anyway it would be nice because he was actually one of the he was a character he was a pilot and he kept on going back and doing this even though it was at the height of his Sherlock fame and all his movies but he kept on doing this uh, radio show yeah. nice yeah no, so yeah Benedict Cumberbatch I think it would be a comedy voice. I'm trying to think of the family in the plane. Who would be Who would be the family? Like a, a dad and a daughter that didn't want to spend time with the, with their dad and eventually learn to respect each other through the sentient plane. But they're uh-huh. actually all just in a game. In the, I feel like you voice. just keep saying sentient plane like it's a thing and you want us to just breeze past it. So uh, on the board, <laughs> you'll have sentient plane with this big ring round in multiple colours that I will have. Put we don't touch rest. that. Mess with anything else. <laughs> if you take the sentient plane out of this, I fucking walk. Yeah, yeah. What have we got if we haven't got a sentient plane? <laughs> Voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. It's just Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. Yeah. Or his, like, him. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> we need the plane. The plane is the most important part here. So, yeah. yeah. Jeff, I feel like you don't, you're not getting it. And I feel like you're being quite willful about <laughs> yeah. this. The sentient plane <laughs> is utterly fundamental to this story. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? We'll work the rest out. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's my birthday. 
so uh, yeah, um, it's very similar to like Lego Movie or Stranger Than Fiction that they are actually the guy is actually controlling something that they believe mm. is real. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, that's a nice one. I like that. Thanks. Yep. Tom, it's you. It's me. So, because it's funny because it came up in the last podcast. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see Jedi Outcast turned into a movie, but maybe not necessarily. Aww. But maybe not necessarily Jedi Outcast the game, mm. but Kyle Katarn's adventures. Yes. Definitely one of the best original characters that the Star Wars games universe has thrown up. That eventually was so popular with fans that he was in. He was put into the expanded universe, and he's just such a counterpoint to so many characters they could absolutely milk him to death and earn yeah. a fortune out of him it's yeah much as i keep saying they need to get away and do other things i would just cram money into them to do this. <laughs> oh, movie. did you think about it like the, the new jedi character for the new star wars game star wars fallen order or whatever it is like i just i just cannot get excited about that character um and and so many the other characters yeah, just mm. some, you know, it's like, oh, it's a it's a white male young Jedi. Wow, how fucking original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. It's like going going to an audition and doing something from the importance of being earnest. Like, it's, wow, <laughs> how original, you know. Um, but I was thinking Kyle could be, you know, the Captain America work is going to dry up soon. Yeah. And Chris Evans looks great with a beard. Yeah. Kyle Katarn, a little bit wizened. Mm. I mean, come on. A little bit muscly. Can you imagine in the Carl Katarn? <laughs> so, so this was this was my choices. This was one of my choices I had as well. Really, Carl Katarn? No, yeah, like a like a Jedi Knight film, yeah. basically. I I had Bradley Cooper. Oh, he would oh, do good as well. Yeah, 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 would be good. But he'd have to have the hair really cut short yeah. and stuff because you know Kyle's kind of got a little bit of a tight yeah. sort of like you know really tight fro. And then I had Jennifer Lawrence as um, oh. Jan yes, Janors. Janors, not Janos. So yeah, yeah. Janors. Yeah, yeah, she'd be fucking brilliant. Uh, so yeah, I'm just thinking. Imagine it: beards, force powers, lightsabers. If it's happening at the same time as the Obi Wan series, Kyle Katarn adventures. Because <sighs> the whole point is, he's like a merc- <clears throat> rebel mercenary for ages. Then he's a Jedi Knight. Then he's yeah. like in the Jedi Order. I mean, honestly, it would just be so good. He's like a retired Jedi, isn't he? We don't, we don't get to see that. No, effectively, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. He spends like that's the point. He does, he, you know, he he's a mercenary before. Then he becomes the Jedi Knight, and then at the end of um, Mystery of the Sith, he gives his lightsaber to Luke. He spends like three or four years back as a mercenary again before Jan gets, you know, in inverted commas, murdered. But she doesn't. Um, he goes back to the Jedi, becomes a Jedi again, and then decides to stay a Jedi. And it's just like, what a great story! How fucking cool would that be? That it could be a trilogy of films, like you know what I mean, a trilogy. Mm. Do you not understand what a trilogy? Yeah, trilogy. <laughs> three of them, innit? Yeah, three yeah. of them. Yeah, it's a concept for films. I think yeah. I invented it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Trilogy. Yes. Question, Tom. Yes. Is there opportunity for, a, say, a plane that was uh, somewhat alive? <laughs> Some would say sentient. Um, only in so far as the Star Wars universe has droid brains attached to Starfighter engines. In yeah, I mean, some that, way, that is form. actually a thing that exists in Star Wars yeah. already. Yeah. So maybe like a British actor playing them like a Benedict Cumberbatch perhaps uh, yeah well yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, just, uh, yeah. Got, okay, a, got, got a bit of a rod on for Mr. Cumberbatch I mean it, Bandersnatch Cumberbatch it just works okay yeah. it just works yeah yeah. who so, yeah. would you cast as Mara Jade <laughs> um Mara Jade so Mara Jade is kind of um vixen haired you know she's dark and mysterious oh I don't know 
There's a few oh. that I'd probably I'd probably cast. Just line them all up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Pizza uh, Nyong'o. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. she could be pretty cool, actually. And then yeah, Emma need, would definitely watch you it. You need someone <laughs> relatively you need someone relatively athletic, but also someone who has a has a certain dark kind of um I don't know. I mean, maybe Mia Kunis would actually make quite a, you know, because she can do a very sort of sallow-faced kind of. I mean, her, her yeah, voice could be quite good. Actually. Her voice might not necessarily be right for Mara <laughs> Jade. Maybe you need someone taller. Um, who plays Rosa Diaz? Yeah, I know she's she's a bit. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it would be casting against type slightly. What about? Or, um, uh, uh, Godot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yes, maybe. Gal Gadot. That, that is a really good shout. What about What's-Her-Face, Jessica Jones? Oh, God, yeah, that's a good shout as well. Yeah. There you go. I can't remember her name. What is her name? <coughs> Jessica or, Jones. Or um, the one that plays uh, Inara would be Marina quite good. Baccarin. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. mm. she's, she's... Yeah, because Mara Jade is... Well, no, Mara Jade's like kind of red-haired, isn't she? Yeah. You want someone who sort of almost looks like Holly Bennett, actually. Yeah, but you know, but, an actor. Yeah, but yeah. someone who can actually act. I think like red hair is kind of like that. That's the one thing you can't change about that character. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, but you know, you can put a red wig on anyone, can't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. You can't <laughs> see it. Yes. But I'm wearing it. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time I've had hair in years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, Carl Katarn. Love like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicked. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd watch that. Yeah, uh, Duncan. Right. So, Mass Effect. Oh, you little shit. And I think we probably all had this. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, we all had this, but I probably didn't take it as seriously. So I decided I wanted Dan in this movie because I want Shepard to be played by Nathan Fillion. And uh, just so Dan gets ploughed by him. That's about it. Dan <laughs> so, so basically a Mass Effect game where Nathan Fillion ploughs Dan... What, on the Citadel? Or? I mean, I'm going I'm to point out... <laughs> sure, I can be on the Citadel. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. This feels very fanfic. It does. Yeah. It feels like just a... It doesn't, doesn't necessarily feel like it has to be Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted it in... The, I, I, I was like, oh, I need a game where I can fit in Dan getting plowed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy that's always struck me as being the guy who should play Shepard is uh, Matthew Fox. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yes. Like, yeah, I'd go with just, that. Yeah, that's like, to shot. almost the point where it looks like the character model's, like, yeah. based on him. Yes. Yeah. Th- that's male Shepard. Of course, that is, of course, if you go male Shepard. Yes. Which I... Well, I, that's an interesting one. Yeah. That would stir up the hornet's nest. It would do, yeah. Which Unless way you go. shot the film twice. Yeah. With two different Shepherds. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Who would you have as a female Shepherd? It's Fem- I just thought Brie Larson. Too young. Too yeah. young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Femship's a bit older, isn't she? She's my Femship. Yeah. Gillian Anderson. Oh my god. So I think I think I think potentially too old. You reckon? The right level you of gravitas. You don't say that about Gillian Anderson. <laughs> the right no, but but the right level of gravitas. That's the kind yeah. of level of gravitas. She's meant to be a respected want. commander. She can't yeah. be like thirty-three. Yeah, but then remember that Doctor, um, what's her name? Sha- is it Shaquas? Dr. Chakwas. Yeah. Chakwas, yeah. 
thought oh, I was that, that's who Julian Anderson should that's play. That's who Julian Anderson should play. No, no. Yeah. No, no. British. It doesn't actually matter because it's written down. Julian Anderson is playing Shepherd. Is that what you've got written down, is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. yeah that's that's there we go. Not much we can do about that then, I suppose. Uh, yes, there is. <clears throat> is there? Well, you can come up with someone better, <laughs> except you can't. Yeah, fair enough. Can we not? Can we not? <laughs> that that plug loving freak has got us again. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm seconding uh, Russ's choice. I, I definitely have. What 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 uh, other and... femshep suggestions do we have? I need to think about this, Russ. Or indeed, he shep suggestions. <laughs> Samantha Janus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, for he shep, I've got one suggestion. I mean. It's amazing we haven't thought of it. Blind what? guy from Sneakers. <laughs> yeah, the blind guy from Sneakers. Brilliant. He's amazing. He's perfect. He's amazing. Perfect he's he's due a comeback. Okay, but that does lead what me to... What about Matt Berry? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I mean, I'd play that and watch that. Um, Sandra Bullock as Femme Shep. Yes. Mm. Tell yeah, me that's... that's not perfect. It's pretty good. It's almost as good as Gillian Anderson. Are you kidding me? Almost, yeah, um, it's almost as good. You should feel quite pleased with yourself. <laughs> I think that's perfect. <laughs> I have. Um, oh, I've got a mic problem. <laughs> going, ooh, really helps, doesn't <laughs> it? There you go, problem solved. Mic problem solved. Um, yeah, so Femme Shep is Sandra Bullock then, so that's that's worked out well, isn't it? And you can do it as a trilogy as well. Yeah. You don't need the other ones. don't need the other ones. <laughs> well, other cast members or other... Um, Sandra Bullock is four years older than Gillian Anderson. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> what? Gillian Anderson was born in 68. Yeah. Sandra Bullock was born in 64. I find that surprising. Bloody uh, Charlize Theron as well. Oh, Charlize no, Theron. No, there we go. That's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, no, that's the one. Action hero. Um, no, she, she'd, make a good, well. she'd make a good Miranda if you didn't have Yvonne Strakowski doing it. Yeah, but you of course would yeah, have Yvonne Strakowski because it is Yvonne Strakowski. Yeah. So, but, so what's your Mass Effect film about then, Russ? Uh, I, 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 again, I haven't bothered thinking about that. No, space boobies, space. talking planes, maybe <laughs> space boobies. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could do you could do basically Mass Effect three, but get the ending right. Oh, oh, but what is the right ending? What well, none of the ones that presented <laughs> yeah. something vaguely satisfying. Something, yeah, something, yeah, basically something a bit more end game. Mm. Uh, like Mass Effect, it's probably too big to be a film, especially the first film. In if you're going to turn this into like a franchise, yeah, that because that is just it's too too apocalyptically huge to get into in just the course of one film. So you probably want to do something small scale that could focus on character and ended up with like discovering hints of the reapers or something mm. like that mm. i think you'd want to hold them back for the second movie oh, so second... like uh oh so not a tv series no no we were i mean it could be but we're, we're just calling this films aren't we i think oh, yeah, um, defo. the second film should definitely be the the whole suicide mission thing though mm. none of them think they're going to make it back that kind of attitude yeah they're quite cool what other actors would you have playing members of the crew? Okay, so let's think. Uh, Garrus would be Benedict Cumberplane. What bad Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> so I, could, I, couldn't think, I couldn't think of a good Garrus. Yeah. Actually, Benedict Cumberbatch would probably be more Morden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Solarian. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think of sexy birds. 
I think you I can. John DiMaggio does the voice of um, Rex. Yeah, but you don't get any points for saying the people that are already playing these characters. What about... Does he um, do, do the voice of it? come up with someone else. What about... I don't know he did the voice of Oh, I thought you were saying he actually did do the No, voice no, there, there you go. I think you get him <laughs> to do right. What about for Councillor Udina, hmm. Quentin Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Reviewing cars. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be on the council. <laughs> uh, Perfect. It's okay, so, like him. so listen, Liara. Then, who would you have playing Liara? Uh, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Zoe Saldana has already proven that she's good at blue aliens. True. <laughs> True. And green ones. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even Karen Gillan has definitely proven that. Karen Gillan, yeah, she'd be quite good actually, wouldn't mm. she? Yeah. I mean, I she she would basically she's... just look like Nebula. But she's yeah. a bit too badass, though. You reckon? Yeah, she's a bit too badass. Liara's not badass until she becomes the Shadow Broker. Spoilers. So, so what about? <laughs> so what about? Um, what's her bloody name? The one that's in Midsummer. What's her name? Russ. Are you talking about Midsummer Murders? No, in the film Midsummer. Oh. I, I don't know. With some murders. So I was, um, I, when I, I joined a company a long time ago and we did a lot of training. And I, basically, it was one of my first jobs. Well, I think I was doing some temp work and I, I, was, I was trained to do like phone calls. Mm. And they got an actor in who literally came in. <laughs> he was this really old guy with really badly dyed black hair. Like it was obviously <laughs> grey hair dyed really black. He was wearing Chelsea boots, slim jeans, like really, it was really, really odd. And then fucking like a month later, I saw the guy in Midsummer Murders. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy taught me how to do a phone call. Like it was so, it was so weird. It was really bad. I, if I ever find the episode, I'll, I'll send you a picture of the guy around. It'll be, it will. Florence Pugh. That's the person I'm thinking of. Pube. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the one I said. <laughs> I think she would make a very good Liara, potentially. So what about Tally, then? Uh, for Tally, I would have Archie Punjabi from The Good Wife and various other things. Yeah, oh. I love that. That's a really good idea. That is a good I think she could be yeah. pretty awesome. I have a feeling people like Tally would have to be mo-capped because the quarian physiology, the legs... Oh, They've sort of goat legs, haven't mm. they? Yeah. You probably do it sort of prosthetics or something. I don't know. Or they, imagine they, they bend just, back. Don't you just they? put a green stocking on the bottom of their legs and then replace it with something mm. else. Oh, you thought of everything. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you just shoot them from the waist <laughs> up the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and every or, now and then somebody goes, "Oh, you got weird legs." <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. It just looks down. They're very convincing. Oh, yeah. I think Joker. <laughs> you you probably be all right having Seth Green. Yeah, I mean, there's a fair few people that sort of fit quite nailed on mm. already, aren't there? Yeah. Um, what about Garrus then? We, we can't really decide on Garrus. No. I did think for sexy, sexy Thane, yeah. sexy, sexy Tom Hardy. No, Tom, no, Tom Hardy's too built for Thane. No, I mean, he can he flexes up and down. He can oh. do he can he can you know slim down a bit if he needs to. He wouldn't be in like Bane Hulk mode. Think him in Inception. He's still quite bulky in Inception. Thane's a big guy. 
put a big coat on him and some green sexy makeup on he could be our horny lizard guy <laughs> he could be so I'm, su- I'm super tragic and also sexy so who would play who would play Caden Alenko who we would who would definitely be sacrificed I, during I, the someone mission? really cheap because they're dying straight away yeah. <laughs> like as soon as they can be sacrificed they're sacrificed yeah I, I'll do that Russ is Caden Alenko okay. brilliant oh poor Caden I always keep Caden alive why really? why because a dick She's not. She's she hot. Is. <laughs> she is. Ashley's a dick. She's hot. No, she's not. Well, she is. But yeah. like, she, she's a dick to people, so no. She's a racist. I'd have uh, Doug really. Jones being legion. She's a racist. Huh? Doug Jones being legion. Oh, no. I, I was thinking Doug Jones. That makes sense as Garrus now, thinking about it. Oh, he's too sort of willowy. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, Garrus is basically a bird person. Yeah, but he's like a hench bird. He is pretty hench. <laughs> he is, I suppose, pretty hench, yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of um, similarities between Garrus and Doug Jones' character in um, Star Trek Discovery. Mm. That's all. That's where I was going with that. No, he's all like spindly, isn't he? <laughs> yes. He's yeah. willowy. He's spindly. Jesus Christ. What a bell end. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a he's like a fishy man, isn't he? Not he is. a birdie man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Bird we're thinking birdie man. <laughs> sorry. So who are we gonna get to play the birdie man at Garris then? I don't know. I think it's it's quite tricky casting. That one is, yeah, definitely. Oh, God. It's rough, isn't it? Mm. Um Maybe we should put a pin in this one. Nicholas Cage, maybe. Nicholas Cage, yeah. <laughs> if in doubt, Nicholas Cage. Shabon! <laughs> <laughs> nah, that'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're <is> next. next. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't fucking lick me. <laughs> GTA Vice City. The movie, everyone in the film, everyone in the game that did the voices plays the characters in the so film the cast. hilarity ensues because it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah nice Ray Liotta doesn't look like that <laughs> no uh, and Danny Dyer grateful for work oh yeah totally yeah <laughs> I mean I know it's basically Scarface but but I would like to if you're going to do a I think there's two games you can do if you're going to do a Grand Theft Auto <gasps> film I've got and, an idea for Garris Jamie Dornan there you go yes man. that's thinking there we go he's sexy he's a bird He's in. <laughs> a birdie man. <laughs> He's a birdie man. <laughs> Jamie, for this for this scene, because Dennis you're a, is a bastard. You're a birdie man. man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, you are, Squire. Why, why Charlie no like Dennis? Because <laughs> Dennis is a bastard because, man. Because Dennis is bastard man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think we should play Charlie McDennis one day. How <laughs> we <laughs> would die. <laughs> So it's a lot of drinking. Make a great podcast. It'll be the last podcast. But... <laughs> yeah. We have to put a bottle back together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would die. And we'd have to set fire to someone's flag. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I do love all the um, all the cordial, <laughs> gentlemanly behaviour. The, the pre, yeah. pre-match ceremony. Yeah. It was good. Pre-match cheese and wine reception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. GCA Vice City. Okay. You get a. It has been a story that's been told a million times. It's based on several gangster films. But 
for some reason, this will be different. <laughs> and that's for the reason that everyone will be 65 and overweight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And in some instances... <laughs> I fully intend to be when I'm 65. Yeah, in some instances, some of the characters, some of the voice actors have since died, and so that will be a problem. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, we'll work it out. They'll be fine. Who's going to play Kent Paul? Uh, you see, the, I was more thinking about like the relationship, heavily focused on the relationship between um, Tommy Vassetti and Lance Vance or Lance Vance. But he he betrays him exactly. Uh, yeah, but they're like really close allies until suddenly Lance yeah. Vance just goes right. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, basically, yeah, the Lance <laughs> Vance dance. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm going with this. Anyway, you enjoy yourself there, Russ. Yep, he's drawing a tuppence. <laughs> kind of just looks like pubes. Yes. Yeah. You see what you want to see. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's heavily based around the relationship between Tommy Vassetti and Lance Vance. And then you throw in that the, some some fun porn scenes for good measure. You throw in some uh, nightclub scenes. Sorry. Can we go back to you throw in some fun porn scenes? <laughs> Not actual <laughs> porn scenes. But the... the, the, uh, the running, we... running a bit short of ideas. So we're just going to yeah. chuck in 15 minutes of hardcore pornography <laughs> yeah. in the middle, in the middle act the of the movie. the bit where he goes, that's regulation, baby. Yeah, like so the way, where he's doing the jobs for the, um, the porn film as well. But here's the thing. Yeah. Where most films won't show penetration, we're going to show it all. <laughs> and we're going to show a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, really graphic scenes of full-on penetration. <laughs> yeah, I, even the even the the non-porn scenes. Yeah, just there's something going. It's like Caligula. There's something going on in the background. Oh my god, that film is just <laughs> is mind-boggling. It's, just it's crazy. Like, every every time you're watching anything that's really dramatic, like Malcolm McDowell's doing some really dramatic shit in front of you, and in the background there is someone <laughs> nobbing someone else. <laughs> It's like, it's like it's in everything. It's like, what, what's, go, what's going on over there? <laughs> we haven't done a commentary track in a while. Oh, God. We Caligula. 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 Caligula like four be... hours long. <laughs> it's pretty long, yeah. God, it would be, no. it would be fucking mental. <laughs> it's crazy, Phil. It would be crazy. But yeah, so it's a bit like Caligula, but it's gangsters, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. I hadn't really thought this one through, I'll be honest. Mm, but yeah, it is. Mm. Um, so uh, this is my last choice because uh, the other one was another Star Wars choice and I just think that would be overkill <laughs> uh, but the, it was the more developed of the two and I know I've already mentioned it again but I think the universe of the latest Prey game mm. is crying out for a movie really good sci-fi I know both of my choices have been sci-fi mm. but this is this is a bit more of a serious sci-fi universe the Typhon as I explained on that one what kind of aliens would you like to meet sort of the pod that we did a while ago I said Typhons then they are shapeshifters there's all that suspicion and and stuff that would be a really good thing but i think it would really be a really good prequel to the game so the game spoilers i mean you guys are going to play it right so i don't want to spoil too much of it you can spoil it for me your player character is morgan Yu, a scientist who worked with the typhons to basically re sort of backwards engineer their shapeshifting abilities turn it into dna that humans could inject through what they call a I thought it was a nano mod or something like that. And you, you inject it into your eye, into your brain, and it nice. reconfigures your DNA um, so that you can shapeshift and you can have all the Typhon powers. But the problem is, because of how it happens, um, because of how all this technology works, what has to happen to Morgan is she or he, depending, I mean, I always go for a female Morgan you because I, I just I, I like that. It's, you know, she's a really good character and actually a really great character model as well. Um, 
her memory has to be wiped after every time because the mm. they have to remove the nanomods they have to wipe her memory because the the her brain can't deal with the having the powers having them taken away having the powers having them taken away so they 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 consistently wipe her memory kind of winter soldier like and the, there's an excellent trailer called red eye which shows morgan yu waking up every single morning the same morning but her eye is getting redder and redder and redder and redder and redder showing that kind of progression of the endless testing mm. she's re-injecting and having all these things injected and removed and injected and removed mm. and it's really really creepy and the game i think has a prequel to the game showing her going through the research and the space station talos one sort of growing and and all the research research teams as they were before the game would just be so compelling to see yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of how they discover the typhon how they start doing it how morgan goes through that testing and almost leading into the game because mm. the next moment is waking up on one of those days and finding that everything's gone to shit on the station would just be great that waking up on that fateful morning yeah would be such a way, a good way to lead in. So cool. Such a good game. I, I always say it to everyone, fucking play, play, pray, because the story's brilliant. And it's really good setup. And, and the, the big twist for the game is, is really worth finding out. Love it. <sighs> <laughs> Have we got any more? Uh, I thought Aiden Turner would make a good Ezio Auditore. Oh Ooh, my God. Yes. Mm. yes. I kind of started drawing a blank on anyone else from Assassin's Creed. Mm. Italians, sexy Italians, sexy Italians. They're all sexy Italians, sexy athletic Italians. Yeah, and then like he goes to like Leonardo da Vinci's uh, uh, room. I don't know. Um, words are failing me. I'm very tired. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of American football this week. His 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 uh, studio, and uh, there, there's plans on the wall for a, for a plane on there. Oh right, but. Mm. It's a sentient plane. Uh, yeah, and they build it, and uh, it's voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, but Leonardo da Vinci's <laughs> the only one who's just a fucking nerd. So Russ could play. Yeah, Leonardo Russ, da Russ is, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> Russ, like, there's all this, like, fantastic really stuff on the Really unconvincing Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. there's all this, hey, it's a me, hey. Leonardo. <laughs> there's all this. You amazing, want a pizza? <laughs> amazing stuff on the wall, and he just comes up with it. Fucking plug! Yeah, just like, oh, look at the plug. I just made a thirty number plug. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian plugs are actually quite rubbish, aren't they? They're, they're, they're oh, yeah, absolutely. They are, they are, yeah, yeah, absolutely inferior to the British counterparts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plugs through the ages with Ross <laughs> McGovern. Some people cling on to the British Empire. I think this is a more healthy outlet. <laughs> I for, do. I, I agree. I, I can't. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree with you more. I've got an idea for a TV. Don't series. write them up. Uh, oh, go on, Duncan. Got one film. Uh, I thought Metal Gear Solid, just mm, as a yeah. one-off. I know it's a es- it, the whole thing is Bond and espionage, but because there are nice little twists in it, um, uh, I thought I just thought it would be pretty good. Actually, I did have a silly one. I thought James Pond Robocod with Daniel Craig as James Pond <laughs> would be pretty brilliant. Um, just the music all the way Matt through. Matt Berry yeah. as the the villain. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. I like Anything that. with Matt Berry is yeah, yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have been watching. Yeah, bad. We, Human we have been Human watching <laughs> a fucking werewolf yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ruining the the, um, the, the bushes. Vol- the bushes. He's, he's, yeah, the vulva garden. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's staring straight into the camera. And says, so, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Something like I've been spending an inordinate amount of time on erotic topiaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so Emma's, good. I mean, Emma did have a suggestion for a podcast that we should do um, maybe strange crushes um, in film or tv series because she loves nandor <laughs> she thinks, I mean, Kai uh, novak is she's got a bit... ridiculously attractive oh he's, man, he's a very handsome man yeah I, I i think if we did a weird crushes podcast it would get very upsettingly disgusting yeah. very quickly <laughs> i think you'd get weird, That's okay. weird. We, we, i think weird is kind of a benchmark for it us it would right? get scary mm. <laughs> uh anyway, dan will be talking uh, about sentient planes Not gears again of war. gears of war metal gear solid yeah, I like that. Michael yeah. Bean could play Old Snake. Yeah. Or Keith With, Sutherland. Yeah, or Keith Sutherland. I quite like... Um, oh, shit. What is his name? Uh, the guy from like Breaking Bad and stuff. Oh, Mike, um, Mike in Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh fuck balls. No, I can't remember what his name he'd is. He'd be a good, like, yeah, old, he'd be good. old guy snake. Yeah, really old snake. Retired snake. You know what I mean? <laughs> Retired snake. What is his bloody name? Hold on a second. Pause. Adult diaper snake. <laughs> well, actually, I also thought uh, Sean Bean would make quite a good old snake. Oh, yeah. yeah there that's we go. a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm definitely on board with that. Jonathan Banks. That's his name. Jonathan Banks. Very nice. All right. Any more for any more? Uh, Aperture Science. We've got to mention it, haven't we, really? Just yeah. a weekly TV series where it follows a different person in Aperture Science doing something crazy. Now that is an idea. So like, it's a bit like um, Halo Legends or The Animatrix, where every story, or uh, Love, Death and Robots, where every story is just completely different. You could do them in different styles as well. You could have a serious story followed by like a comedy series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just get glimpses of GLaDOS in the background. <laughs> if you've never, if you haven't played it yet, yeah. um, and you've got a little bit of spare cash, buy Control... Because the did you have you got it? I've got it. It's, it's really good. Is it? It's really good. And the the videos that show the technology that they've found or the weird artifacts that they've found are shot just like something out of Aperture Science. It's really really good, it, and it's a great game as well. The gunplay is fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, the gameplay loop oh. in that is brilliant. Uh, just uh, just quickly, one more. I thought be interesting as a game would be not either limbo or inside but something like it where you don't have the full background you don't really necessarily have a full finish um, but you have that whole intense thing and filmed like it and i mean admittedly i know there's no dialogue um it would just it would be some intense acting to get it uh, uh, across but i think that would be that would be pretty cool mm. So just like a silent movie with no backstory and no plot, not based on anything, but with some intense acting. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, oh, well, it would be a bold oh, I don't know choice. How, look, I just came up with the idea. You, said I don't know how movies work. Like, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck the lot of you. You know, okay, so there would be dialogue. Maybe I, I don't know. There would There's be no dialogue. dialogue in, you've got. Look, you've got the works so well. Is there a, a script? Oh, game. maybe. You've got the mind of a child. You're a child. You've got the flow chart on the whiteboard. Intense acting. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Step one. Enough Di- of that. Dialogue. Maybe? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The acting is intense enough. We won't need a script. More intense. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll be accepting checks and questions now. Fire, fire the brows. Come on. More. Yeah. More. I didn't what's, think, um, what's going on in this scene? I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, think Keanu it Reeves yourself. would be good as your man from Deus Ex, but he's probably based on him anyway, actually, mm. isn't he, thinking about it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, but Keanu Reeves is already a video game character. Well, a video game character is playing Keanu Reeves in Johnny Silverhand already. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be a problem. Johnny motherfucking Silverhand. Johnny Silver, motherfucking Silverhand. Well, a film on John, about Johnny Silverhand would it's an be... an Alan key. Awesome. That noise was... An Alan key. Yes. If you've got Alan key on your too much time on our hands <laughs> uh, bingo card. That being the latest nerdy shit that just falls out of Russ. Yeah. Just... Oh, a small tool. Yeah. <laughs> Russ's small tool. What's wrong with yeah. that? Just uh, it turns out Sammy Windmill is just a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Windmill. So good. <laughs> that was one of the other funny yeah, bits. So now I remember. Sammy Windmill. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite happy with Sammy Windmill. Now, Sammy Windmill, yeah. isn't it? You should be happy with that. You guys have all got really good porn names. Sammy Why Windmill. You have to, to pick and one? choose between the combination of like pet name. Neither of mine name. are good, though. I know Alex Smith is brilliant. It's <laughs> <laughs> like such a like. <laughs> Alex is a porn star anyway, but yeah, no, that's brilliant. All right, and with that, we're going to wrap this shit up. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. If you've got any ideas for video games that you'd like to see turned into movies, don't forget to interact with us and tell us on our social media feeds. And if it happened in real life, those games would probably be ruined forever. (laughs) They're all dreadful. Yeah, that's the caveat. Um, So uh, if you do want to interact with us on our social media um, platforms, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and we're on Twitter. And the handle is at TMTOH and... If you want to listen to our sister podcast, Theatrical Cut, they're dealing with movie clowns. And you can interact with them on Twitter and Instagram at at theatricalcutpod. Yes, I got it fucking right. Brilliant. And with that, there's nothing left to do but say goodbye to Duncan. Goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye to Russ. Bonsoir. Or say goodbye to Dan. Love you, babes. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. And on that note, let's cue the music. You don't have to take your... (laughs) Clouds off. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs>